It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. It's the Luca Pete Show. It is Monday the 15th of January. I'm Pete Donaldson. Uh, I'm joined by Mr. Luke Muir, and I was midway um, as we started that show through um, what can only be described as, as a rather um, um, uh, um, um, strong kind of sort of snort. Um, and now I've got something caught at the, at the back of my throat. And just, just no way to start a show. No way to start a show. pick a, up a, and then you can mute yourself or just sort yourself out? Yes, please. Um, yes, let me do that. Thank you. Yeah, on Thursday in the show just before the weekend, we had. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. I just knew he was going to do that. On Thursday, we had um, three new players enter the game. What a rock and roll all night. <laughs> a party every day. Carol <laughs> all night. So, Pete, I think, um, I don't know if your mute button's working properly, mate. Oh, God, yeah. I hope no one found out how I snored. <laughs> how have you been? What have you been up to? You been, been okay? Oh, I've been all right, mate. I've, I've been all right. Still still not cleared the um, the cardboard blockage in, in, in my garden. Mm. Um, still not loving police. Still. Um, <laughs> I told we're, you we're I went to go see Ice Cube, didn't I? Which, <laughs> a, a contemporary um, of the, doc, the good doctor. Of the good doc. Um, yeah, everything's all right. Yeah, we, we are um, quite uniquely placed here on our street, um, uh, quite quite amusingly. Um, everybody in our street gets power cuts apart from us. Well, we never get power suspicious. cuts. I know. <laughs> what, like, and I'm exactly the sort well, of person the kind to be mess- of the fucking street. messing about with people's electrics. Yeah. Peter and Sarah have taken all of the electrics. Oh. Why don't you get them? Oh, then? dear. I don't know. I don't know. Everyone, I'm just forever sort of charging people's phones. You've been serious. <laughs> it's caused its own troubles. I think. Yeah, it's really interesting. I think we must be on a different loop or something. But there's not a day this week that, that I haven't shoved, chucked over a um, chucked over an extension cable for the neighbours, and the neighbours pass that uh, to to charge their mobiles and stuff. They might just be, you know, cheaping out. While Are they, you charging uh, them for that? You should be charging them because your electricity bill. The price of electricity these days, mate. 
But but can you imagine sort of um, imagine if they were just tricking us and they just wanted to free electricity? There's a reasonable <laughs> chance of that. <laughs> yes, they, I think. Good I stuff. think there's a reasonable chance, and I don't mean this with any kind of um, ill feeling, and I take no pleasure in saying it. I think there's a reasonable chance that some people on your street see you as something as a, as a, of a useful idiot, soft touch. Yeah, useful idiot, soft touch. Yeah. A man with all of the voltage and wattage and ampage. Yeah, this man looks like he's been electrocuted a few times. Let's go see him. <laughs> Um, so Peter on Thursday I did actually ask Instagram yeah. our, 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 Luke and, our beloved Luke and Pete show community on Instagram to get in touch with a couple of questions just to so we yeah. could get, a, you know, get a little feel of what they want us to talk about and we didn't actually get to any of them apart from the car related ones um, and mm. I'm, I'm rest assured guys when there is an update on the car thing uh, people mm. will tell us I'm sure um, mm. but I do want to get stuck into a couple of the questions now because like I say we didn't get around to them um, this one from Cullet which is a good name I guess it's just an Instagram name. I don't know what it means. Anyway, I would love to know what Pete was like at school. P.S. I imagine Luke was exactly the same as he is now. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I think based on my experience, colour, and then Pete Hmm. can give us the real answer. I think Pete was probably very shy at school, um, a little bit bit out there, uh, probably didn't talk to any girls, and had like a close tight-knit group of friends but wasn't really very mainstream and was also very skinny. Is that fair? Yeah, that's fair. I think, um, yeah, not not really having much confidence to have a wide circle of friends. But, you know, and, and I think people, are, like, Sarah's got a few friends who are quite, like, da-da, like, quite, um, like, um, expressive and, and, uh, and, 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 you love and, that, and they're out you? there. And they're, well, I just kind of, like, start to draw in a little bit and I become quite, um, I, I don't really talk when someone else is doing all of the talking effectively. Um that's how we've sort of continued our relationship. But um, so what was that, Matt? I wasn't but, really listening. <laughs> but um, and 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 friends that I know have seen me in that down and out, and they go, "Oh yeah, I forget that you." When there's someone who's quite um, uh, expressive, you kind of shut down a bit. <laughs> so I think it's just a lot of that, really. Were you a high, Tied, were you a high t- achiever at school? tied in with um uh no underachiever for my um skill level is pretty much every um uh, as they said on every school report class clown class clown classic classic class clown you probably get more done what were some of your best jokes and performances reading ahead um if we were doing a a reading in the classroom reading ahead to see if there's a swear word in the classic making sure someone's got to do it that one out someone's got to do it someone's got to take it miss miss i want to read next i've said fuck I remember there was a um... tea leaf on the roof for man saying bastard. Yeah, what, what's that from? Tea leaf on the roof. What's tea leaf the, on the, the book? Roof? I think it was a man who stole lead off a roof. I think I think we only had books about heroes. <laughs> 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 Book, something to aspire to. A man who steals lead. It's off your a classic roof. aspirational story. <laughs> That's brilliant. Uh, I used to love I was, doing. I the, was reading, reading it class. Doing the reading ahead, doing the doing. Yeah, it was good, wasn't it? I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed. I was really. Uh, I remember we did uh, Macbeth in English, and mm. I was given the character of Thane of Ross. Right, right. It's a minor role. I can't remember what he even got up the to. More, to be exactly. The more I think about yeah. it, the more I think Mr. Dunson was out of his fucking That's a mind, mate. Giving me that. <laughs> I was at, at very least I was a Macduff. Right. Okay. Yeah. At very least, I was every single villager in Dunsinane, <laughs> yeah, or wherever it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At the very least, I was I every him, character in that I said, Mr. Dunson, book. give me the witches. I'll do it all. Give me the witches. I'll do every part. Yeah. I'll, I'll bring in makeup. And the thing was annoying, <laughs> and now I understand, I totally understand why now, because obviously he mm. wanted some of the other class 
mates to to be more confident to come out their shell. Yeah, I was yeah. I was incredulous at the time. I was like, "You're giving Michael Sherwood <laughs> doesn't even want to speak. You're giving him Macbeth, <laughs> that, that really precocious kid in the Simpsons. Someone's got to you, you cow. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that was me. I, that's, I, I uh, loved that. I loved um, I loved doing that. I loved doing the experiments in science. Right, okay. None of the write-ups, just the experiments. Yeah. My, I mean, my I friend wouldn't say got, um, stealing magnesium ribbon and setting fire to it isn't really an experiment. You're just setting fire stuff. My, listen, you say that. My friend got um, my friend got his arm set on fire by a Bunsen burner. and, it, and That seems like too much... Like, surely a, just a patch on his arm, not the entire arm. What was he spraying? Had he spread something big, on it? Well, this is the thing I was about to tell you. He's the, got a big flammable arm. The plot thickens for two reasons. Right. One, because there was no teacher in the class at the time, because the teacher right, okay. had to do something yeah. when the Bunsen burns were on, big no-no. Second, mm. I don't think the lab coat was regulation. You had lab coats? Hello, you'd put like a, little Rod Fontelroy. You'd put a, um, mate. Lab coat Trust on. me, it was Why? a fucking poor comprehensive school. And he um, and he, he still got the scars to this day all, around, all over his elbow. Good God. So they weren't, so the lab coats weren't up to code. Better off not having them on at all, at all to be honest. I remember like, do you remember like fume cupboards inside? Inside, yeah. In chemistry, never saw them being used <laughs> ever. Did you? Did people just put cups in them. What's weird about our um, school was that we didn't do individual science. We just did combined science. So we didn't do physics, biology, biology, and chemistry. We, well, you didn't do. You didn't have separate. No, it was all the same. Yeah, well, I had combined science, but you could choose to do. No, we couldn't. Physics, biology, chemistry. You had to do. You had to do it all. Yeah, I do it. Do it all. Yeah. What? Well, yeah, I, I I do it all, but it was all like one award. It was all one two GCSEs. I think it was worth, wasn't it? What's the worst thing that ever happened to you at school? Uh, ooh, I don't know. Actually, I got punched in the face by Peter Carley, the bully. Why did he do that? Because I tried to attack him. <laughs> you say again? Because I tried to attack him. Why did you? Do, tried... Why did you do that? Because he was saying that I wasn't going to go to Carlton Camp. What? Which was a camp. I Carlton Camp was the place that people would go um, for like a little two day trip. Right. It was like you know you do, you do it in the Scouts, you do it in the it's um, in orchestra, you do it. Yeah, Carlton Camp, um, and it was, I think there. it was an old priory or something. Was, yeah, well, it's been you know it's been standing for a long time. It's, you know, beautiful part of part of part of the world. But um, yeah, I mean, you could you would go with your school, um, but there was only and it would be your school and another school, and they'd mix together, and you'd have a right old laugh. That sounds amazing. Fight. Yeah, amazing. Of course it was. Um, and you got to smooch girls. That didn't go to your school, and uh, did you do I. That? And uh, yes, I did actually, because uh, as I said, I look like a Carl Jorgen. Oh, lovely. Um, and I, um, to Hadaway's baby, don't hurt me. Anyway, Very and nice. the, uh, what a picture. What a picture. And yeah, um, Peter Carley said, you're not going to go to Carlton Camp because um, you've already been with the orchestra. And I had already been with the orchestra. What were you playing? But I didn't want violin. I didn't want to go with the orchestra. And it, to be honest, it rem- and so and so I went. No, I'm not. I am going to go to Carlton Camp and got up and tried to hit him. Um, th- the thing about Peter Carley wore a signet ring, much bigger than me. I don't know what I was thinking, Does but it, he, gave right, he gave me a right. He gave me a right old punch. Shit. And that and that yeah and that that's why I don't generally go around attacking people. Did anymore. you? Did you end up going to Carlton Camp? I did go to Carlton Camp, and I don't even think he went to Carlton Camp. So who had the last lap, Peter Carley? You and your signet rings. Or me. I wonder what he's doing now. Without my signet rings. <laughs> what do you reckon he's doing now? I don't know. I saw him not that long ago. He's, he's all right. Could sub he's him fine. back in. It'd still be the Luke and Pete show. 
<laughs> it was, yeah, it was, there was only a couple of Peters. Yeah, you always think there's more Peters in the, in, in the world than there are, and I don't think they're not as popular. It's, they're not as prevalent. Yeah, it seems like it would be a common name. So, what kind of, what's mm. an example, kind of, act, an example day at Colton Camp? Well, to be honest, Luke, it, 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 um, I think Paul Southern 87 on uh, Twitter um, noticed a, a new story about Paul McCartney and John Lennon um, mutually, not mutually masturbating. Does that mean you masturbate each other? Yeah, that's well known, though, isn't it? Yeah, well, they jerked off in front of each other, basically. Yeah. Um, they were at a party, they were drunk. Um, I remember at the orchestra version of uh, Carlton Camp, um, I was in a group of lads who were a bit older than me, who did, um, who had cool computers like Amigas and Atari STs, whereas I did not have any of those things. Yeah. Uh, and they also um, had... Uh, uh, and they also did like role playing and stuff, and I thought that was very cool. Um, until the night that um, they all just started jerking off really? in a room. Yeah, we were we were, like we were in like this room. It was like a kind of scout hut. And we just you know we sat. I think we'd finished role playing. I think I, d- I was a couple of years younger than them. I think or a year younger than them maybe. But and then they just started jerking off, and I was like, I have no idea what's happening here. But you, how old were you? Absolutely bizarre stuff. I was like, I don't know. I was about thirteen maybe, and I was a bit like, this is a bit weird. Yeah. Yeah, hey, listen, it's the, it's, it's the early 90s. It's the early 90s. But in, in the words of Paul McCartney, it was good, harmless fun. Yeah. Well, he, that's, yeah. that story, I have no idea mm. why that's coming around again, because that was a story like five years ago. Yeah. I, is it because um, somebody took a picture of him on the train not that long ago? Well, maybe he's got he's promoting another memoir or something, I don't know, but... Yeah, he's, um, you won't believe how many times yeah. I masturbated with John Lennon. It's, it seems to me like, um, I, I mean, do I understand why it's a story? I suppose I do, but it does seem quite. I think the image is quite arresting, isn't it? I mean, I'm maybe, going to come, but I mean, Paul. If, if, <laughs> I'm going to come. Oh uh, no, wait, hang on. Dude, that's that was John. Ringo. That's John. That's John. That's a bit of John. Is a bit of John. Do it. Start talks a bit like this. Oh yeah, he's it? a bit more sneering. Yeah, yeah. he's fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Pete, yeah. there's a blog back in the day of John photos of John Lennon in which he looks like the worst roommate of all time. <laughs> Basically, every photo of John Lennon in the eighties, late seventies, like, like, every photo of him. doing that stupid walk that he does, like Ghostbusters, the real Ghostbusters. And yeah. there's also that photo Awful. of um, the um, the bed being made up for John and Yoko. Yeah, it's classic. That's really good. I love that. I think I, I think John Lennon was probably that. a bell end. Oh yeah, it, 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 he could We're not get have more done... listeners saying that. No, I think he's. I think I think he is. Anyone who's got anything about them uh, would it, it would be Cleese esque. His fall from fucking. Great, I often I often suggest. wonder that because obviously Ringo is you know just keeps himself to himself. George Harrison. He's in love. Don't send me any more stuff. I'm not signing them oh, yeah, after November the seventh. Yeah, um, George Harrison's like a genuinely sensitive character. I think yeah. you know, quiet guy, mm. and, and Paul McCartney's just a bit bit cringe, isn't he? Lennon would be like Cleese now, definitely. It's a great <laughs> shout out. It's the same energy. GB News Lennon, wouldn't it? It's the same energy for sure. GB Lennon. And I, and I think um, I, I, I listened to a really interesting interview with Stuart Lee on the Rob Bryden podcast. I don't know if you've heard it. It's kind of, it's kind of, I think I think I think you were pulling quarts out of this last show. I was like, yeah. You're, and, loving and, this, you're loving this interview. And Stuart Lee was talking about John Cleese on that as well. Right. Talk about how, like, you know, it's really interesting because obviously he revolutionised comedy entirely. Yeah, yeah um, and he, but he he left Python quite early, didn't he? He he only did, he? did three seasons, I think, and they did one without him. And he was like gagging to, to leave and, and and do some more interesting stuff because I think he felt that that the rest of them were kind of just leaning into the catchphrase and leaning into this, and leaning into that and stuff. But he was 
And you know, he, oh, he, so he left a moderately successful. Yeah, for like the, the the redos and stuff, and the and the reunions and Hollywood Bowl. That was quite late on, wasn't it? But um, right. yeah, for, like I loved Python when I was a kid. I mean, one, I think it's when a young man looks back on his life and sort of sees um, things that really brings brought him and his father together, or a child and their dad together. I think comedy's like such a big thing for yeah. me. And my dad, like part like Partridge, and and I, w- I was telling Steve Coogan in the interview, I was saying like it's it's we came out of watching alpha papa i think because i had a screening and i got my dad in and we we went over the road and we were just admiring the pixel density on a led wall and i was like we're just all a bit parish aren't we we're just yeah. all a bit fucking alan parish did like did dad like the movie yeah, definitely. Yeah, he loves he loves he loves comedy. What, what was Steve I mean, the, like the sad thing is, he doesn't really watch comedy anymore. He just watches right. talking pictures, um, sending me pictures of sending me videos of women getting hit and going. You wouldn't say that on telly nowadays. I was like, you're watching it now, Dad. You're watching it now, <laughs> like idiot. Um, and and just just he just watches Al Jazeera and uh, Euro News and yeah. Sky News and all all the hits. In rotation, it's it's bizarre. It's absolutely bizarre stuff. It really is. And um, what was Steve Coogan like to interview? Nice, yeah. I think he's. Um, he, it must be quite. Bo- I think it must be quite boring if you're quite an interesting character who has done so much. Because you interviewed Yanucci as well, didn't you? Yeah, I, th- I think it's. Um, I think it must be quite difficult for the, for guys like that because you're on the press circuit and you're only ever sort of like I could get away with doing like 20 25 minutes and if I didn't want to put out the the video uh, part of the audio on the show I didn't really need to um so I could just cut it down to like a tight three and then get it out but it's just I I think it's I think if you're a I think if you're a comedian and you're doing those kind of tours um to the different radio stations and stuff you must talk to some like you know radio DJs are thick at the best of times you must be like you must have to do some really fucking tawdry boring I did the, um, formulaic shite I'm not saying it's the same cause I'm not saying I'm doing anything different but I'm, I'm, no. I'm just saying that it, it no, I think your interview with Yuchi was sticks in my mind it was pretty good I enjoyed it Yanucci. when I was um, when we did the Ramble tour in 2019 I was the one who did all the press for that all the radio stuff mm. for that and um, obviously we're very grateful to have the press and all that kind of stuff but when you go to town go to that particular town like that, that BBC radio station would interview you or on one of them I had to go literally go to BBC radio What's the name of the building that's down in Bloomsbury, um, north of Oxford Street? I can't remember what it's called now. It might be named for Terry. Is that Wogan Bloomsbury? Now. Huh? Is that even Blooms? Is that Bloomsbury? The one with the um, paedophile statues outside? I don't. I don't understand the question. <laughs> the broadcasting house has got the. the no, it's not broadcasting guy... house. It's like a little building. So you go across next to broadcasting house. Oh, uh, the little bit, six music building near um, yes. near cracking on for kind of. Uh, yeah, I had to go there and sit in a room for like five hours hmm. and talk. I think to... I did one with you. I think we did BBC London together. Yeah, we did, but I did loads of them. And um, yeah, and what the point I was just going to make was that um, it's it's clear that like say fifty percent of them have never heard of you before or have no interest, mm. and 50% mm. do like you. So the ones that do like you is quite interesting because they actually ask questions that are quite interesting, but the other ones are just like reading off the press release. And it's like... Yeah, you could, have some fun. Yeah. Make it easy for them. Or just um, just syndicate it. It doesn't, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. it doesn't make any yeah. difference. I don't, how many times... I must yeah. have been asked on that tour whether it was really true that we started the podcast in my kitchen about yeah. 80 times. And yeah. that's me, there's, right? Um, I mean, imagine what it's like for Steve Coogan. 
I think that on those sort of ISDN line, you will occasionally have a, you'll occasionally have um, people sort of come on on air and and they're doing interviews um, as as backup really late doors because I, I had a mate who went on um, an ISDN and he thought he was interviewing a rugby player but he's actually interviewing a chef and they <laughs> have the same name. Um, I can't remember who that is, but one was a rugby player, one was a chef. Uh, he he wrote the nuts for one and had to freestyle with the other. That's right, that would be like a Monty <laughs> Python thing. Yeah, it's good what? stuff. Try and yeah, try and try and apply one thing. Do you like eggs, for example? You know all that. Yeah, stuff. speaking of Monty Python, then mm. it's really interesting to me when I first started visiting the US quite a lot with my family, my wife's family, that the the cut through of Monty Python in the US is huge. Yeah. Far bigger than it is yeah. here. Like I don't think yeah. I've ever seen a Monty Python episode broadcast on TV here. No, you, you used to have seasons, didn't you? BBC Two had like seasons. Yeah, in the maybe 80s late and 90s night on BBC Two. Yeah. Like in mm. the US, it seems to have been on all the time. Like Mimi and her husband, uh, I am her husband. Mimi and her brother, um, <laughs> they'll be reciting it to each other over dinner and stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, it's it was good. Have it we was had a break in the show? I can't stuff. even remember. We haven't. The big um, foot of Rory, which yeah, is actually a size, stamp on us. is about a squish us. Yeah, let's take a break, Peter, um, because otherwise we'll be in big right. trouble. We'll be back. Who's the American Monty Python guy who's doing the animations and the films and stuff? He's He's been saying some choice stuff lately. Has he? The sixth Python or fifth Python or whatever it was. You know that guy? There's six he's of them anyway, wasn't there? Was there? Uh, Chapman, Cleese, Gilliam, yeah. Idle, Jones and Palin. Yeah, Gilliam wasn't an original member, though, was he? he oh, sort of right. He was like, you know he was more like about the director, wasn't he? Mm. What, and the guy who did the animations, uh, he's now been cancelled, has he? He's not been cancelled, but I think he's been saying some weird stuff. I can't remember what it is. It's, everyone's got something in their locker. Everything, yeah. Everyone's got... He's been saying some stuff recently. Was it in 2014 they all had to get together and do some live shows again because John Cleese got divorced? <laughs> I think that, yeah, I think that was the case. Yeah. <laughs> What a gift. What a what gift. What a portent Never of our mind. future. Um, exactly. Um, Peter, so we've got um, the second half of the show. Uh, it's not really the second half because we did the advert break so late. Um, mm. The only other thing I've got here that I think is worthy of, of, of chatting about is from our friend Lou, who's been in touch saying, what is Pete most looking forward to in 2024? Okay. Yeah. Anything? What am I looking forward to? Oh, uh, sorry. I thought, what were you looking forward to? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> what am I looking forward to in 2024? I'm looking forward to some some peace and bloody quiet. I'm looking forward to um, a certain car um, entering my life. Oh. Uh, I'm looking forward to a... Um, I'm looking forward to everyone just calming the fuck down. Like, it, it's... Like, I get the sense that, like, the dial has been turned up a little bit on the air fryer... We've You're got the extra crispy. Um, I bought one for my father-in-law who didn't want it, so then I had two air fryers briefly, uh, wow. and then I gave one to a friend. Um, so they got a free air fryer, and I got a bigger air fryer. So everything, all's fair in love and war and air fryers, quite frankly. And now I can fit a whole bloody chicken in so there. You're, if I want you're to. absolutely flying. I'm frying. Or frying. I'm frying on gas, except not gas. So you're using the air fryer still. Um, speaking of your mm. car again. Um, mm. Channel NEM on X, I don't know what the real name is, said, mm. um, I'm just listening to the app, don't worry, officer, I'm eating a sub. And you were talking about Pete selling his Jag. Why doesn't Pete hold a raffle for the car at, say, £5 a ticket? Uh, he's not mm. going to break even selling it, so he might as well not break even in style. <laughs> Maybe I'll have some fun with it, yeah. Is there laws against running a raffle? I, I get the sense that over a certain amount of money... Regulated, you do. 
you do sometimes see like on YouTube and stuff, people, um, car guys, they sell their stuff on, they, 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 instead of selling cars, they, they stick them on a raffle and, you know, you do your little cord and stuff. Kind of makes yeah. sense, I suppose. How much yeah. did you pay for the I've Jag seen. again? Um, I think it was like 11, I think at the end, 11. So you need yeah. probably about two and a half thousand tickets to break even. <sighs> yeah. I, do, I, I, the problem with that is, Luke, We've spoken about all of the Jaguar's problems, haven't we? Oh, yeah. But people on, are only paying on a fiver. That's the beauty of it. <laughs> it's got to be worth a fiver. Yeah, it's got to be worth a fiver. Yeah. But what about all of the other people who are annoyed that they paid a fiver and didn't get the... Didn't well, I'll get tell you what happened. With the, only about with the real Donaldson smell. Only about 100 people will enter. You'll get 500 quid for it, and it'll be even worse than if you sold it. Yeah. I mean, I will say that I will... There is... I know for a fact there's a packet of flaming Hot... Um, Cheetos in the Cheetos. glove compartment, which you can have. Cheetos, oh, Cheetos, what's it? What's it? Are starting to do flaming hot. What's it? I mean, not yeah. Cheetos. Um, yeah, what's it? Uh, good snack. Um, and uh, you can have them as well. So you know. Are you looking for? So a lot of people, a lot of other more serious podcasts are talking about how this is the biggest year for elections in modern history. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's not just the UK and the US. There's ones all over the world. Um, any yeah. kind of uh, predictions for the future of civilization, society, knowing that, Peter? Uh, everyone skips towards the right and um, populism uh, further, you would imagine. And we are, and then that emboldens your big, your big Xi Jinping's and stuff. Uh, they invite Vid Taiwan, and it's all over. So uh, I, I think that's probably going to happen in 2024. How, does, how does China invading Taiwan affect us? Well, US will have to kick off and then. Everyone will be kicking off North Korea or probably have a crack at South Korea and, you know, it's just all, it's just, and, and we um, have to get involved. Then we're all fucked, aren't we? It's, um... Not me, though. I'll be watching Friends. <laughs> yeah, you'll be watching the American Office in bed. I'll be watching the American Office, yeah. There we go. Well, please don't ask now. Yeah, I'm absolutely delighted that I asked. Hey, I found uh, I found the um, um, speaking of um, losing weight and not losing weight, I found uh, 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 the off license at the end of my road sells delicious bigger juice, which um, I think we spoke about like on the ramble about 15 years ago. It was a real trope for me for a very very Jamaican, long time. Um, like a, a Jamaican soda, right? A Jamaican soda, and uh, really it is sugary. the most delicious. It is the most. I don't know how they're selling it with the old sugar tax, but it is the, it is the most delicious drink um, that you have ever tasted. And I've recently got back back into it. What flavour you got? Uh, and I've just, fruit noticed, punch. I've just noticed just the fruit punch flavour, classic. Um, yeah, just recently got back into it, and I'm so happy that the, the shop down the end of my street sells it. And uh, even thinking about it there is making my making my mouth water. Better than um, Prime. Better than prime. Why? Why is Bigger Juice never got its flowers? Why is Bigger Juice never got what its? About that, um, its props? Are you a fan of a super malt? I used to have a, have a. I used to flirt with a super malt back in the day. There was a super malt advert um, on telly a couple of times. Super malt at one point enjoyed so much income. The malted. It's like a malted drink, isn't it's it? Like, is it? It's like a fizzy malted London. drink. It's not fizzy, is it? I think it is. Yeah, I think I don't think it's fizzy. I think it's. I think it, you can't. You can't fizz malt. That's insanity. Yeah, it would just. It would just separate. I've had it, it, it tasted. It tastes like. It tastes a bit like if Ovaltine was cold. It was a soup. Yeah, and a savoury soup. Ovaltine. Yeah, Guinness like had the malty... alcohol taken out of it or something. That's the one. That's the yeah. That that's absolutely right up the right street. Yeah, I, 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 it, it is nice. 
but it's not something I sort of class it as the in, next to like nourishment. Yeah, nourishment's which, weird. I've never tasted that, but I sometimes see the nourishment is for is for people who are on drugs just to get just to. Just, I don't have to. I've got you know people who are you know. They're they're popping off to 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 do something, take something, or or, or just be out of the way. They're always running, and 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 nourishment is for the man on the go or the woman on the go. It's it's a drink, it's a meal replacement. You just bang it down, it's done. I don't have to worry about food. I can get on with with what I'm doing. But it's uh, it's 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 almost exclusively uh, drank by people who, who whose nutrition is um, needs to be taken very quickly. I think. Right. Okay. And Supermart. Mm. I was just reading there. Supermart was developed in the seventies for the Nigerian army. Nice, I like it. Yeah, yeah. Great bit. I, can see I had that. no idea about that. I, I thought Supermort yeah. was Caribbean in origin, but obviously not. Bigger juice is Caribbean mm. in origin for sure. Um, mm. But yeah, nourishment is a kind of. I thought nourishment was basically for people who went to the gym before they they invented all that proper good protein stuff. Oh, what do you reckon it was like an eighties thing? I think so. Was, yeah, I just, I just, I just, I should drink it when I don't have time for lunch. Really. So yeah. you base that entire assessment on what you used to do for convenience yourself? No, but you'd no, you'd see people drinking it who were off. Off to off to collect, I think I would say. Yeah, mm. there we go. All right. Anyway, then, on that basis, we should. What I've get noticed up. in London as a young man, we've got to go and get some nourishment. London ourselves. tales. Hopefully, this has been some audio some nourishment. nourishment for your ears. Yeah, and if, I mean that's all Hugh is. It's just a. It's just a fancy. It's just a. It's just a Silicon Valley's got all the nourishment. Can you stop it now because that's a potential. It's sponsor. got pea protein. That's a potential sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Next you'll be on to Athletic Greens, then we're really in trouble. Get, you, right. get yourself some pea protein, If it guys. has been nourishment for your ears, then do leave us a review yeah. on or wherever you get your podcast. It really helps other mm. people find the show. Tell your friends as well. If you want to get yeah. in touch, we are at Luke and Pete Show on several different social media accounts. Uh, and we are at The Luke and Pete Show on TikTok and YouTube. And hello at LukeandPeteShow.com is our email address. We'll be back on Thursday for more of this stuff. But until then, the time has sadly come for us to say goodbye. So it's goodbye from Peter. Climb aboard the plane of content and the data wings will fly you home. It's goodbye from me as well. Goodbye. Goodbye, all. Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.